from the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good Atheist. Welcome to the GoodAtheist.net podcast for this December 6th, 2009. My name is Jacob Fortan. And I'm Ryan Harkness. Man, the year... End of this year is coming up, dude. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 2010 soon. Yep. Did, did you ever imagine just being in 2010? 2010! I mean, fuck, man. Even tw- 2010 had a movie, and but they were in space. I was, it's I was embarrassing. Re- I, I was really hyped for 2000, and then after that I stopped caring. So this whole 2010 thing, I haven't really been thinking about it too much. See, I was one of those annoying people that was excited for 2001 because we're all like, that's the real millennium. And it's true. It was. You nitpicking. That's just you being a No, no. You want to know why I think that everybody else looked at 2000 as as the significant one rather than 2001? Mm -hmm. I think it was because it was tied into the Y2K bug. So it kind of made it feel like, oh, my God, it's because the turn of the millennium. And you're like, well, no, that's not how millenniums work. But, I mean, everybody ignores that shit. They're like, but that's the rule. You know? Well, are it's you like, implying that there wasn't a... That the first day of 2000 wasn't the first day into a new millennium? Well, that's how it works in dates. You see, because the, 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 the thing is, there was no zero in Roman culture. So it didn't exist, had, so there's had, no year zero. There, there, nobody, no, well, someone lived through a zero BC, because zero to one, that's one year, so... There is no zero. There's no zero. There's one. There's no zero. There was no zero. There's no zero. They skip zero. They skip zero. So it was like one becomes like... Like like I said, the Romans didn't have a number zero. zero. Look at the Roman numerals. No expression of zero. Hmm. I mean, zero is kind of a tough concept when you think about it. It's not everybody that's going to come up with the idea of nothing. It's a pretty challenging idea when you think about it. Nothing. It's kind of weird. I mean, even even everybody believed for a long time that vacuums were impossible because they're like, there can't be nothing. Nothing is impossible, and God wouldn't allow nothing to exist. But, you know, vacuums exist. Mm. <laughs> That's what your light bulb is, you know? There's a little vacuum in there. And, oh! But nature does abhor a vacuum, so they're right about that. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about, like, just 2010 as a number, though. You know, it feels weird because now we're going to be in the what, the tens? What are we going to call them? Oh, I don't know what kind of nifty nickname. I'm sure they'll think up something terrible. Like the the these years were the naughties or whatever. I'm like, who used that? No one. I didn't know one fucking person on this planet that ever used that. So, sure, there might be another name, but no one's going to use it until it's dead and gone. Well, maybe we'll be tenors. That would be cool. Tenors? Yeah, maybe it'll be like tenor music. <laughs> 50 years from now, all oh, that terrible tenor music. Like, that was the worst. It was emo garbage, that yep. tenor music. That's what we're going to be stuck with. I know it. I mean, there's the, the vampire craze. It doesn't seem to be dying. I, I can only assume that 2010 is going to be more and more vampires. You know, you got the whole Twilight shit. You got the fucking... Well, you know, here's the thing. Aside, vampire Diaries. Aside from Twilight, I don't mind this whole vampire craze. And even even Twilight, like, what do I care about what teenage girls enjoy? Am I upset that it doesn't come in line with what I enjoy? Everybody was complaining about Twilight being making more money than Batman. Like, that's some kind... That's the outrage. Like, oh, it made more money than Batman. Where are our priorities? It's like Batman being that meter stick. It's like, come on, humanity. 
Come on. But I can turn it around. Twilight, come on, humanity. Come on. It's the worst. Oh, are you surprised that humanity loves its pablum? No. I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised by the proletariat anymore. <laughs> okay, this show we're going to be talking about global warming. I don't know if you, 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 everybody's heard about the crazy yeah, have you email heard? hacking. It's fake. It's fake. Oh, global my God, it's so fake. fake. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the show, how it's totally fake. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And also we're going to be talking about stupid people that stare at the sun. But first, let's talk about how fake global warming is for five seconds. So a hacker, who knows who this hacker is? Um, steals a bunch of emails from the University uh, of... What was it called? Uh, University of East Anglia. East Anglia, thank you. I'm like, I... That's in the UK. That's in the UK. So they're British. And uh, in the emails, um, I guess it was kind of... Let's see, how can I describe it? It was people being people, you know, writing emails about being pissed off about something and saying, like, oh, they won't accept this data. And and there were were, uh, other things that basically climate deniers have been kind of latching on being like this is proof that the whole climate uh, change thing is a fraud because listen look at these emails they're well, complaining about their data needing to have tricks put into them and yeah, ignoring there, other data there's basically two emails that are the key ones that that the, that all of the the pundit shows are, are really featuring and one is the one where they talk about how they're using a quote-unquote trick to add extra numbers into to show that the data show the data so that it it declines as it quote unquote should, and they're like, look at this, they're they're making up data to to fudge their numbers, <laughs> and then the other one is where one of the scientists says, this doesn't prove what we wanted to prove, and I think that's horrible. So they take those two emails, those are the key ones that they hammer over and over and over again, and say this is proof that global warming is bullshit. <laughs> I, I I love these guys, you know, because as the first thing I thought when I was just reading all of the the, the hype regarding these emails, um, and I went on um, Phil Plate's blog, um, uh, he he did the bad astronomy stuff, and he was explaining like he hadn't talked about it, and and one of the things that he was mentioning was that the word trick really is just sort of like actually a mathematical term, and it's not to say deceive, it's just that this is what we use sometimes when we have gaps of information. It's like when you have a whole bunch of little data points that are all over the place, well, you use certain, uh, you use a trick to make it into a line, and you're just not saying, you're not saying that the climate is changing according to that line, it's just that this is the trend, this is the average of all of these different data points, because you don't see a bunch of dots on a fucking graph. You only see lines because you're a stupid monkey. Mm-hmm. All right? So you need to have some kind of graphical representation or some kind of fucking trick in order for you to be able to understand it. And it's not like, ooh, we're going to totally and utterly mask it. That's not what that means. So that's the first thing. And, and obviously it's the same thing that comes when it comes to, say, oh, I don't know, denial of evolution is that they'll use words that don't really mean what they mean and be like, look, it's just a theory. Theory means guess. Hmm. Trick means to trick someone. Ooh. And you're just like, oh, are you serious? Are you fucking serious? What were we going to say? My, my favorite thing about all of this is it's like people. It's like the people trying to turn this into the the piltdown man of of climate oh, change. It's the people who are trying to do that don't understand that this is merely one group of people studying climate climate change, and and there are thousands, thousands, and thousands, and thousands of people, tons of research being done all around the world. This is one group of people that they're talking about, and even if they were doing the most dirty 
down, reprehensible, shitty science, it wouldn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of thing at all. But you you have to admire to some degree how really fucking organized these climate deniers are because it's no surprise that this shit's happened so close to like they're, they're, all these nations are supposed to go over to Copenhagen to talk about you know climate change and so on and so forth. So this happens around the same time. And just a few days ago, actually, a hacker tried to hack into a, uh, like a Canadian university to steal their, uh, like their emails and stuff like that. They're, every, they're, they're mining. They're mining for any bit of fake news that they could use and say, like, oh, well, the U.S. should change their policy because global warming is a lie. Yeah, the whole thing would be really hilarious if, if you weren't seeing, like... A, a, because this is the the fun thing about this is that I think that we had almost gotten to a point where people, you know, Al Gore had done a good job last year, the year before with an inconvenient truth and starting to change the tide of, of people's opinions on this. And now this comes back. And if you want like a key moment, if you're looking for, you know, recreationism, it's hard to really pinpoint when they really started to come back and be a force. But you're, this is that moment. This is yeah. this is this is the de- declaration of war against climate change all over again. This is a new front on the war on reason. It's funny because, you know, I, I have to assume that the usual problem, which is that a lot of scientists are basically saying, I don't need to talk about this because it's not really a big deal. It's just human beings being human beings, and science isn't about the three dudes who misrepresented it. You're like, it's a body of work, people. You focus on the body of work. But, of course, that's not how everybody sees it. And I think it's a unique unique way that just, say, the, the, the modern journalism functions. Because, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before, but... Journalism focuses on kind of a human story. That's that's how it works. They're like, look at this person. They've had this problem and for so long, and this is sad. And it follows a particular formula, right? Mm-hmm. And it and it tugs at our heartstrings and it gets us every time because that's how you get to the stupid, you know, human ape. You fucking trick him with emotions, and all of a sudden he just kind of gets all googly eyed and you know vulnerable. But because there there tends to be this focus on the human side, it's like everybody forgets that it's not really about all of these people that are just either doing good science or bad science because it doesn't matter in the end it science is get, a process. It works itself out. It all gets peer reviewed, people. Yeah. Everybody looks at all of this stuff. Yeah. The bad information gets fucking filtered and tossed out and the good information remains. And you know, to some degree I agree with Phil when he says that science is itself kind of conservative in nature. I mean, we have this idea that science is radical and liberal and accepts all ideas. It really doesn't. I mean, if you want your idea to be accepted, uh, you know, you have to work hard and you have to present the evidence. You know, you have to create a model that can explain something. That's the essential point of all science. It's like natural selection is a model that we use to try to understand evolution. And that's what it is. It's like you don't suddenly say, well, hold, hold on a second. This, this model is wrong. It may have certain elements of the model that might not describe everything. This is true. It's like the same way that, say, Newton's model of gravitation was somewhat incomplete. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't the the whole story, and even even special relativity and general relativity explains more. We still use Newton's calculations, though, when we send shit into space, because you're like, I don't want to use Einstein's calculations. They're too complicated. Mm. And Newton does the job. You know, it's like this model still has its fucking utility. But that's the whole point of models. You make something that works... Something that works. That's the most important fucking thing. And, and and all of these denial fucking people, they don't have any answers. They're just like, oh, it's nature doing this. I'm, I'm sorry, what? I mean, we know how much carbon we produce. 
We know the carbon is a greenhouse gas. We know that the warming trends have been going crazy up. And yeah, sometimes there are dips and ups and downs. It happens. I mean, it's not always just sort of like a straight line upwards. There's lots of different things. Like back in the day, they didn't realize that there was a phenomenon known as global cooling uh, that was happening. And that's just actually because the more soot there is in the air produced by like countries like India and China, the more sun is actually reflected back and it offsets global warming. But the ironic thing about clean air acts that these countries are passing is that they're still releasing as much greenhouse gases, but now they're not releasing as many particles into the air. <laughs> so in essence, they're actually doubling the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. And you know what? That's the weird thing about climate change, too, is because when you think you're doing the right thing, where you're like, well, if we make the air cleaner, then it's going to be good. And you're just like, well, actually, the problem is that this see-through air is really, really thick, and it traps ultraviolet rays, and these rays are what heats everything up. You're like... Could you kind of go back to the soot? You know, maybe just a little bit or something? I'm sure we could find something, uh, a middle ground or maybe something that doesn't cause both problems to happen. I no, I, I, I agree. I, but I, I know I'm an optimist and all, but I like to think that there are solutions that don't fuck the planet. Uh, well, I guess we'll see. You know, I, I heard I heard rumors saying that China is actually getting really ambitious with its soul. Uh, uh, trying to reduce its carbon I emissions. I know, I know. They're basically China's realized they have a great opportunity to make America look like Dutz's. I I think that's kind of like what they're 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 going for, and uh, I don't know how it's going to end up because I think that their 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 own projections might be completely and utterly wrong. Because well, what do they, they got a, they got a, their 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 population's getting richer. I'm like you can't. You can't even assume that the old numbers that you have are going to reflect new numbers. It's like people are going to buy cars. People are going to buy all these things. Yeah, this will lend to your carbon footprint. It would be nice to imagine that they understand the fact that you can you can base a huge chunk of your economy around making everything efficient. I really hope that they can just kind of, you know, make America look bad in terms of its climate initiatives, but... I'm. I don't know. I'm still on the fence about uh, China. I don't know what to think, man. I mean, this is the same place where you know they don't allow the internet really to exist. Yeah, it's like you can't really have access to information, and all of a sudden you're like, mm, "What's that about?" I mean, what are you really afraid of, China? What the fuck are you afraid of? And the weird thing about it too is that I it, it's entirely counterproductive, because what what it what happens is that if you make the internet or lots of the internet unavailable to people, they'll find ways to go around it. I mean, you fucking probably have uh, ask half the internet browsers in China; they're always fucking on some firewall or another. They're like, I mean, they're into that shit, you know? It's like mm. in deep. But now what you're doing is you're creating a whole fucking generation of scofflaws that now purposefully work to undermine the very laws that the government tries to put in place. This is why I've always been like, hey, dear government, don't create a lot of laws because then you create more criminals. Just saying. Yep. Well, you know how it is, basically. Uh, it's gotten to the point now where the police are going to be able to arrest you for anything they want to because everybody's breaking the law. <laughs> you're breaking one law or another. You probably don't even know it. Yep. You know, hey, if you don't have ID on you and you go for a walk to the convenience store, hey, you've broken the law. You don't have any ID on you, you illegal son of a bitch. I'm like, what the? <laughs> it's gotten kind of scary. Yeah, but, just a little bit. But anyways, back back to the whole climate change thing. You know, the, the, the reason I wanted to talk about it is that I, 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 there's still a, a couple of uh, people, even on the site, that they're, you know, climate change deniers. And, you know, just like there's some people that listen to the site or, you know, 
fucking listen to the podcast and they're just like, oh, they also deny about vaccines, you know, the, the vaccines or the you know the genetic component of homosexuality or all this other kind of fucking shit. And you're just like, seriously, like, why are you even on the site if you're denying all these things? It's like, this is a show about fucking science and 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 uh, religion and shit like that. We're gonna be talking about the science of the day. Well, the whole if you if you don't believe in it, that's fine. But you have to show me some fucking proof, not just this. Well, you know, I, we don't know everything. I'll, I'll just put it out there that I'm not on this show to make fun of religious people. I'm on here to push back against all the stupid shit that religious people push. And that just happens to be a lot of anti-science rhetoric, and I'm just not down with that. I think I think it's in, I think it's just in, completely like, uh, you know, like religion and science fundamentally, in my view, are incompatible. I mean, they're they're not what... Stephen Jay Gould said they were non-overlapping magisteria. Well, here's the and whole that's thing. bullshit. They don't have to be, but they are. Like the way that it's set no, up they now, and, the, be, and the way that they keep button heads is very obvious uh, because of people's interpretations of the Bible and the way that they try to make the Bible fit everything. That yes, science and religion are going to butt heads, but just as a general concept, could you have a religion that actually did not go against science? Yes, it would be very possible it would, to have it. Would it. That's also just be, not be reality. Very, yeah, That's but just not, but so, what would it be based on? What would it be based on? You know that it wouldn't be based on any of the Judeo-Christian traditions because those violate it. it they quite clearly do. Yeah, I know, but uh, general sky god ideas. What, like deism, maybe? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but that, they tried that already, and it just basically no one cared enough about it. And eventually, I think the I whole know, deist this movement was just... contest. I'm just saying that it can exist and not... And, oh, well, in, in, in the most rarefied of forms it can exist. I'm like, it makes religion completely impotent. Ergo, it's not religion anymore. So they are incompatible. This is what I'm saying. No, you're just changing. You're just changing your your definition now. You're saying, oh, because it doesn't meet this qualification in my head that it's not a religion. No, I'm what just, I'm saying, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is that the religious. The, the, okay. You say you say that religion and science cannot coexist. I'm saying that they can, but the religions that we have around right now are obviously butting heads with science, yeah. and this is a problem. But they can, so they, can, they can in the way that they can in a way that you, everybody has cognitive dissonance about something. I mean, a person could be could say, "Well, I'm a believing Catholic," and you know, still uh, have an abortion and, and, and assume that there's no problem with that, despite the fact that they've broken the very tenets of Catholicism. They can consider themselves to be still Catholic because no one ever said you had to be consistent in this life. There's no rule. Okay, it's not like the consistency police is going to fucking stop at your door and be like, "You're having your your ideas are not compatible and they're not consistent." Your consistency is offset by the number of hail marys you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they equal it out, right? Or or, or who knows what? But th- th- well, all I'm saying is that, in my opinion, they are incompatible mostly because I view religion because because you could just sort of describe it as just couldn't a moral philosophy and science not interfere? But religion for me is is the institutionalized belief in in a particular dogma and that itself contradicts with like science 100% no matter what the dogma says it will eventually conflict with science it's why in my view you look at the history of science and I wouldn't say that there was uh, for at least for a long time even that those that many conflict between science and religion because science hadn't probed deep uh, enough and it didn't conflict with most of the things that religious people were saying and you know over the years even once they had cracked like the you know like the, the some of the secrets of the universe and cosmology and stuff like that and once they had the catholic church and all these other churches had to get rid of their whole you know uh earth-centered universe in, in you know in favor of of just relativity in a sense mm. um it doesn't necessarily mean that you know even then 
science and religion were still conflicting because they were saying, well, at least we still need God as a prime mover or we need God to have created something as complex as human life. And then all of a sudden Darwin comes over and evolution sort of like shows us that no, there is no need for it. The more we probe into it, the less it makes sense, the less religion makes sense and the more the more conflict they have between you know between each other because there are still certain aspects of reality that religion tries to describe and those are now entirely inconsequential religion has no fucking place it is incompatible but it's not to say that all forms of belief are incompatible i'm saying that the religious that religion as an institution is completely incompatible that's what i'm saying perhaps i mean i'm just wondering how many times science can fucking score on religion <laughs> And before religion, I, I, I mean, how can anybody talk about creationism as, uh, as a viable theory when every single other theory that, that, that has been pushed based on the Bible has been so utterly annihilated and destroyed? And this one is just as ridiculous. Don't let, it, don't, let, don't let you think that this is any less ridiculous than the earth is the center of the universe. It's the exact same, even the flat earth thing. It's the exact same shit. We know scientifically it's just a proven fact. Well, here's a funny thing. I'm, I've always wondered, do creationists use or believe in microwaves? You know, because the basic, the existence of a microwave itself, just, just our understanding of what microwaves are, uh, means that we instantly know that the universe is not 6,000 years old. I mean, the background radiation of the universe, like this, when you turn on your TV, about 1% of it is just the background noise of, of, of the creation of the universe. And it's just basically just very mild form of radiation, radio waves basically now, because it's like the weakest form. But, you know, we've, we've known about these for a long time, and microwaves are based on the same principles. These people use microwaves, but they certainly don't want to accept the notion that microwave background radiation proves the age of the universe to be at least 13 billion years. Mm. But, you know, they go around and they pretend that they, oh, yeah, we believe in science. Oh, yeah, you believe it when it fucking heats up your food and when it fucking saves you from an infection. But as soon as you talk about it in a fucking classroom, it's like, oh, you're infringing on my rats. You're telling me what reality is. No, that's wrong. What the fuck is wrong with you? Sit the fuck down and shut up. Like, if you, don't want, if you don't want any of the benefits of science and technology, go be Amish. I'm sure they fucking believe in creationism, and who cares? Because they don't matter. No one cares about the Amish. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They, they stick to their own thing. They really do, and you know what? I respect that, all right? They put their money where their mouth is. They're like, we don't want technology. Fuck it. We're going to live on our own, and they do, to the most part. I think it's great. Like, you can choose to have technology or not. I don't think it should be fucking halfway. This halfway bullshit is no good. No good. If you think that you should be living by Bronze Age parables, go do so. Just away from all of us and away from all the benefits that you get from, you know, knowing about objective reality. Hmm. Speaking of objective reality, here's something that I just thought was just both funny, tragic, stupid, hilarious at the same time. Uh, there's this shrine in Knock, uh, Ireland. And basically in, in the late 1800s, this nursemaid or housekeeper or whatever was walking by the, this, this church or parish, and she saw some kind of weird, freaky apparition. And a bunch of other people saw it. Now, they identified whatever the fuck they saw as, hey, it's the Virgin Mary, because, I mean, what else are they going to think it is? Honestly, 
It's the 1800s, all right? Well, it's either that or a demon, so... <laughs> I'll take Virgin Mary over demon any day of the Right, week. well, if it's not scary, I suppose, it's also going to assume to be probably holy rather than scary. So, yeah, they think that they saw Virgin Mary, so, you know, Catholic Church sends a couple investigators there. They hear the testimony of several very young and very impressionable people that all swear that they saw it. So all of a sudden, boom, it's, it is now a recognized miracle, and people attend it and have regular pilgrimages. All right, no big deal. We see this all the time. Human beings are fucking silly, but they there's, can do their own shit. There's actually a scientific... Uh, there's a big, long scientific name devoted to, to when people see shit and think it's religious. Uh, well, it's called know, pareidolia. It's basically when you see you objects in, in, you know, sort of like a burn mark or the a stained glass. The man in the moon, exactly. It's pareidolia. Jesus and a piece of toast. And it's or, not surprising why, you, why, why it would work. I mean... You're, you're pattern-seeking animals, and most of the time in those patterns, you try to look for things that are familiar. What's more familiar than a human face? My favorite was uh, there was like a uh, Virgin Mary dog butt on the internet. I think we actually put that one up. Yeah, it's nice. not a Virgin Mary. It's a Jesus dog butt. Oh, it's a Jesus yeah, dog Yeah, his butt? anus, starting from his anus all the way down, it looks like Jesus. <laughs> it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Take I'm that a- dog to the Vatican. <laughs> I want to watch him take a poo. <laughs> It's like Jesus puking. Oh God, so nasty. <laughs> Anyways, but the, the 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 thing about this shrine is, um, it has it, like what happened is that there's this guy called Joe Coleman, and Joe Coleman had a near death experience in 1986, and since then he believes that the Virgin Mary is in regular contact with him, and what he said people that attend this pilgrimage is that they need to stare at the sun in order to have to 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 witness the apparition of the virgin mary now of course nobody listens to this man because he's crazy correct no actually many people have been hospitalized in fact the arch uh, like a, there was this um archbishop and this other bishop their names are inconsequential because who really cares about them but they both came out publicly and said do not listen to this man do not stare at the sun but, of course, people aren't listening because here's the thing. How are you supposed to have any control over the imaginary? Oh, these experts in make-believe are telling me not to look at the sun. Meanwhile, this other expert in make-believe is telling me to look at the sun. And he seems really, really, what's sort of looking for? He's genuine. You know, he feels like he really speaks from the heart. So I'm going to listen to him. This is how people think. Mm. And... This this is the th- I I always find it funny when reg- like you know church people can't seem to dissuade their own flock from listening to charlatans because in 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 a sense I mean it's a delicious irony you're like well of course they can't they're your flock they can't help themselves they'll listen to anyone who claims to have any kind of well, holy it, fucking aspirations it's the same hilarious thing uh, with extremely religious people who believe in horoscopes and the secret and everything else it's like don't you what <laughs> do, do you even get, get your mumbo jumbo straight please can you just do that <laughs> and, uh, and what's so tragic is that everybody's got their own little unique permeation of mumbo jumbo nobody's nobody believes in exactly the same thing this is always what I found funny about how many Catholics or how many Christians are on this planet. I don't think a lot a, a lot of them agree on much, you know, and when you think about it, I mean, like, number one, how many different Christian sects are there really? You know, if you count, like, Baptists, Southern, like, you know, Southern Baptists, fucking Evangelical Baptists, just, just, uh, yeah, Seventh-day Adventists, fuck, all of them, just if you just 
every single sect, there's like 30,000 sects. You should check out Christian, uh, uh, Chinese, uh, kind of like Christianism. It's it's interesting all on its own. Yeah, I know. We go to this one place, this noodle place called Huadzimontan, the most delicious noodles. We try to make sure that we don't talk too much about God because we know the Christian, Chinese Christians, and they play weird Chinese Christian music. All day. Is, yeah, all day. All day. And they're the nicest people, but you're just like... You seriously believe that uh, this old Jewish guy who is your fucking god? You know, who wasn't didn't even communicate with your country at all? Your country's civilization existed far before he was even born and it was thriving. But meanwhile, he's the king of... God's focusing everyone. on some rock heap. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The only thing that anyone produced out of that desert area is just a lot of crazy ramblings. <laughs> Yay, religion, crazy ramblings, yay. Mm. But, um, no, it, 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 so uh, I don't know how many people, I think it was like seven or eight people have been treated so far Moment, uh, they go, with they, this eye damage. So, so just, just to understand, they go to, they, they go to this sacred place in Ireland. Yeah. And, and, not, and, yeah. and there they stare at the sun. That is correct. Yeah. Now, I'm, I don't understand much about law at all, just saying this in general, but and I, and I especially don't know anything about law as it pertains to... Ireland and what kind of crazy things they got going on there. I don't know, but uh, it wouldn't doesn't that leave you open to you know litigation, some, kind, some know. kind of litigation, telling people to stare at the like specifically telling them go here and stare at the sun, and they say, well, I'm blind now, and I did this because he told me to. Well, here's a couple problems. Number one, it doesn't seem as though damage is 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 that permanent. Although there can be sort of like you know. Uh, to some degree, some damage, but it's not like you're going to go 100% blind. Mm. Uh, but what's funny is that people who do see apparitions, it's because their uh, retinas are slowly dying, and <laughs> it produces weird, almost psychotropic effects. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if it turns out, if you do stare at the sun, you will see apparitions, and that's basically your eyeballs dying. <laughs> Yay, religion! Another one for religion. Isn't that great? Mm. All right, you know what? I think that we'll leave it at that, and we'll catch everybody for the bonus show. We'd like to thank everybody uh, who's a patron of the show. Uh, we, we put up the last bonus show as a, kind of like another one of those reminders of see how awesome two shows a week is. Of course, we were a little bit late doing everything, so unfortunately it didn't have that quite of an impact because this is Sunday, mm. but uh, what is a week? Huh? What oh, I, I like that. How you could be like you could be upset, or just think of it abstractly, where nothing matters. And well, they'll have just, another show in two days. On the grand scale of the universe, it doesn't really. What's a couple of days? You know, think about that for a few. Seconds. What's a couple of days? <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like that. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Okay, well, uh, let's catch everybody for the bonus show. Until then, my name is Jacob Forte. I'm Ryan Harkness. Have a good atheist day, everybody.